Good evening and hope you had a fantastic day. I know it's a little bit later. It was a bit of a long day. Dropped my dear son off at the airport to go back to Israel and then had to drive north. Maple, if you're from Toronto, to be with a dear friend at an important time. But wanted to make sure to get out the recording, so I pulled over to the side of the road before driving all the way back down to the GTA. So here goes. Day three of a Tubishvat-themed idea. So just to review the first couple days, because review is important, the first idea we learned was that growth takes time, just like trees. So on one hand, don't be disheartened or frustrated by things not happening instantly or seemingly not having visible signs of growth, because they're happening just beneath the surface. And at the same time, plan to take small steps because over time, those small steps, they add up. Now, this is not just a business strategy or a self-help book, but it's the key to developing the character traits and sensitivities you aspire to embody, which I would argue are more important than the financial success. The second thought we discussed was the subtle change in the nature of how trees were actually created, directing us to the truth that the nature of life is that while we are here to produce sweet fruit from our efforts and enjoy them, the process is one which will more often than not not be as sweet. But that's okay, because it's what God intended and called good. Why? For another time. Tonight, I would like to learn yet another lesson from creation, and yes, from trees as well. If I were to ask anyone the all-important question of what was the first commandment given to Adam in the Garden of Eden, what answer do you think people would give? I personally believe 9 out of 10 people, if not more, would say, don't eat from the tree. And they wouldn't be far off because that's what it says right in the book. Genesis 2.17, And from the tree of knowledge of good and bad, you shall not eat. Seems pretty straightforward. The only problem with claiming, though, that this is the first commandment is that the verse does not start with the words and God commanded. It starts with the word and, implying that there was something else that came first. And indeed there was. If you look at the previous verse, that verse starts with the words, And the Lord God commanded. It continues then with the very first command, Of every tree of the Garden of Eden you shall surely eat. The Torah is telling us something fascinating, that God put Adam and Eve into the Garden of Eden and gave them not one commandment, but two commandments. And in fact, the first commandment, the primary commandment was basically telling them, I created this beautiful garden full of delicious things to enjoy, a phenomenal world with so many things to appreciate, and I command you to enjoy from all of the trees, from everything. Only as a secondary commandment does God say, do me a favor. Just stay away from that one tree of knowledge of good and bad. Eat from everything you want, except one tree. I want to explain why it's so important to get this understanding right and to understand what really was the first commandment. You see, God and Judaism are not about the don'ts. Don't do, don't enjoy, don't, don't, don't. They're about the do's, about the enjoyment, the fulfillment. We don't believe in asceticism or celibacy. We believe that God created this wonderful world with all of the pleasures in it for the purpose of enjoying it and utilizing it to achieve fulfillment and satisfaction. And then he gave us the brilliant insight that to enjoy those things, to truly enjoy them, we also have to know how to have self-control. Enjoying food does not mean that one eats nonstop or eats any and everything in sight. In the short term, a person who does this might enjoy it, But in the long run, they'll either get sick, bored, or simply stop enjoying it because of the overindulgence. And this same reality applies to all aspects and joys of life. Even if you take Shabbos, the goal of Shabbos is not the don'ts. You haven't fulfilled Shabbos if you haven't ripped toilet paper and haven't turned on the lights. 
The goal is to live in a world where everything you need for that day is fully prepared and ready to use and enjoy. The goal of not allowing even phones on Shabbos is not a negative commandment, thou shalt not use your phone, but it's about creating a positive commandment to enjoy a day off with your family and renew your spirit. To achieve that positive goal that God wants from us, he says, hey, that phone, that TV, don't partake, turn it off. Why? Not so you don't enjoy, so that you do enjoy just something more important. Hashem created the world full of so many things to enjoy. He had just wanted, had he just wanted to sustain us, the world could have been full of tasteless pills that provided us with the protein that we need or the vitamin C that's good for us. But he did better. He made delicious foods and fruits that we enjoy. At the same time, he understood that once we have tastes for things, we have to also learn to have self-control in order to really enjoy them and be happy. One needs only to look around the world today with so much enjoyment at our fingertips. Yet, because it's often unfiltered and uncontrolled, it ends up causing more pain than the pleasure we pursue. So let's recap. God did create trees, endless trees of enjoyment, world full of enjoyment. And he's not looking to restrict us, but Judaism is there to empower us to enjoy it. Something that we will best be able to do when we exercise our free will to know when that enjoyment actually doesn't add to our lives, but detracts from it. And with that, we finish our third Tubishvat tree-related idea. Good night or good morning if you're listening to this in the morning. And I'll see you tomorrow.